Welcome to an all new episode of Get Lit with Leanna, the podcast. Join me as I sit down with a new guest author in each episode to discuss their books, careers, and everything in between. Welcome, everybody, to the last podcast episode of 2022. I cannot believe we've made it almost a full year of recording these episodes, and I am so, so, so grateful to have so many incredible people like yourselves constantly listening to these podcasts, requesting different authors, recommending me books. It's just been such a pleasure to be able to share my passion and my love for reading romance books with all of you. And I'm really, really grateful to have this platform and to be able to use my voice to shed more light on incredible romance books. So thank you so much for sticking around. I can't wait to see what 2023 has in store. It's already shaping up to be an incredible year with some great new romance releases and some obviously incredible conversations. So So I just want to firstly and foremost, thank everybody for being here and taking the time to listen to me out of your busy days. And I'm really looking forward to continuing to produce some great content for you guys. But with this being the last episode of the year, I want to keep it short and sweet and just kind of do a little reading recap of some of my favorite books that I've read this year. And of course, I've been very lucky to chat with a lot of these authors about these books, but there's also some books that I truly loved that I wasn't able to squeeze into podcast episodes. So I want to give those books some love, those titles some love, and maybe you'll find something in here that you're keen on picking up in 2023, which is obviously the best part of doing this. I love introducing you guys to new books and new authors. So without further ado, here are some of my favorite books that I read in 2022. So we started off 2022 with a new author, which was an incredible way to start the year. I read Ghost in His Eyes by Carrie Ahrens. She has a few incredible, very short, very sweet romances. She's known for writing these books that are standalones, but they're in this these bigger series, which is something I really love because if you don't necessarily want to read the next one, you could take a break in between. So those are really fun, but I really loved Ghost in His Eyes. It was a brother's best friend type book, a kind of a second chance romance. It was really, really something special. And I I loved it. And Carrie is definitely an author I'm taking with me into 2023. One of my favorite authors forever and ever, not just this year, is Al Kennedy. I absolutely love her series off campus. I'm currently still making my way through Briar You, a different book series of hers, just because I don't want it to be over. Like I'm trying to savor every moment of those books. But she came out with a new series this year called Avalon Bay. Two of her books, Good Girl Complex and Bad Girl Reputation, are out everywhere now. I absolutely love Elle's books. She writes the most steamy NA type books that are on the market right now. They're just like junk food. I don't know how else to explain. They're just so, so addicting. I love the characters. I love the buildup and the tension between the love interests. And these books are just like candy. They're truly like candy to me. And I would have loved to have Elle on the podcast this year to talk about both of these books. Unfortunately, we couldn't make it work. Hopefully, that's something we can do in the future. But if you have not read any of her books yet, I highly recommend. So definitely jot those ones down. One of my favorite books of this year were The Full Tilt Duet by Emma Scott. These books came out quite a bit ago. They're not the most recent releases. They are the most heart-wrenching, gut-sucker-punching books. If you're like me and you love books that will really, really make you cry and feel like truly devastated to your core, these are the books for you. If you are not somebody that wants to read a book about death, I would refrain from reading and I would definitely check out the trigger warnings before proceeding with these books. 
But if you're somebody like me that just loves to feel hurt (laughs) in a book and loves that like sadness, all-consuming, can't breathe type of feeling, what does it say about me? I'm not even sure. But if that's something that you're into and you like, these are definitely books you should be picking up next year. I loved, loved, loved them. They're two of my favorite books of the entire year. I'm a big fan of Emma Scott now. I have more books of hers on my TBR that I'm 100% diving into in this new year. But if you're looking for something a bit more on the sad side in the new year, I highly recommend picking up this duet. An absolute standout of the year was Red, White, and Royal Blue by Casey McQuiston. I cannot wait for this movie to come out. I was one of those people that was following all of the Instagram accounts from production, waiting to see behind the scenes pictures. I'm too excited for Amazon Prime to put this book to movie adaptation out. I hope that it like fulfills every single want and desire I have for this book. It is just one of the most incredible romance books, regardless of sexuality. Like, yes, it is an LGBTQ book, but that doesn't even matter. It's the most beautiful love story. It packs such a punch. It's so beautifully written. It's so timely. I loved every second of that book. It's one that I look back at and think like, I can't wait to read again. So this is something I highly recommend you pick up in 2023 if you have not. And what better time to read it than now before the movie adaptation comes out? Because by then, like, you're just going to want to know the story. So highly recommend, definitely one to pick up in the new year. Another favorite of mine from this year is Alyssa Sussman's Funny You Should Ask. I'm so grateful that I had Alyssa on the show before she kind of popped off on Book Talk. I'm like so proud of her because that book went absolutely viral online this year. But it's such an incredible story. If you're like me and you love a celebrity romance, this is 100% the book you need to read. It actually is like lightly based off of this GQ article that was done with Chris Evans. I don't even want to spoil more of this for you. Go into it blind. It's so fun. It's romancy, but it's woman's thick. It's so good. And she has a new book coming out in 2023 that I'm starving for. So I highly recommend you picking this up before her new one comes out just so you can get like better acquainted with her incredible writing style. Favorite authors of mine, like Rachel Lynn Solomon, Abby Jimenez, Christina Lauren, Colleen Hoover, they all came out with new books this year. Obviously, everybody knows where I stand on all of those releases. I love them. I will forever love everything those women write. They are incredibly talented writers. They write the most delicious love stories. They're just the most easy to read lovable characters, heartbreaking storylines. It's just absolute addiction reading their stories. So I'm very excited to read their new releases in 2023 because I know those will be stacked. An absolute standout of the year is, of course, Carly Fortune's Every Summer After. It has all of the summer feels. It's a second chance romance. It's nostalgic. If you're Canadian, you will absolutely love it with all the hometown ties. Carly is just a masterful writer. She quickly became my favorite voice of 2022. I know that's going to stay for 2023 with her new book coming out, Meet Me at the Lake. If you have not yet read Every Summer After, it is the absolute must-read book of the year. And if I can implore you to do one thing from listening to this podcast, this episode in particular, it's pick that book up if you have not. And I would love to hear your thoughts on our conversation if you want to go ahead and listen to that podcast episode, because I think we did a pretty good deep dive of that story and got a lot of the hard questions answered. 
And it was one of the most fun episodes to record yet. So I highly encourage you to pick up that book, check out that episode, and obviously stay tuned for her new book coming out later next year. Other books I read this year that I truly loved include The Spanish Love Deception and The American Roommate Experiment by Elena Armas. I was super embarrassed to come to the Elena Armas party so late. I don't know what took me so long, but once I got here, I was here to stay. I'm such a fan of her books. I love the way she writes her male characters. They're so ooey gooey cinnamon roll delicious-y, even when they're a bit harder or rougher around the edges. So she is an author that I'm absolutely obsessed with and so excited to read everything new coming out next year and in the years to come. Same goes for Jodie Slaughter. Huge, huge fan. Her book bet on it was such a great read. I absolutely love books that have positive body representation and I really fell in love with the characters in her book bet on it. She has a new book coming out next year that I obviously will be getting. I'm so excited. And our podcast episode was one of the most fun chats I've had ever. It was like talking with an old friend. We really, really connected on so many different levels. And even till this day, I look back on that episode and reflect on it as like one of the most hard to edit episodes just because we spoke for so long about things not even related to her book. We really hit it off. And I truly love her as an author, as a voice. And she is definitely one to watch in 2023. Of course, my friend, my dear friend, Allison Ashley released her new book, Would You Rather, this year. It is one of my favorite books of the year. She just keeps knocking these books out of the park. I swear each book gets better and better. I actually read her 2023 book, The Roommate Pact. Comes out in a few months, but if you're able to request an ARC or pre-order a copy, I 100% recommend you do that. It is so good. I can't even believe I'm saying this, but I'm pretty confident in saying that it's my favorite book of hers to date, which is an insane concept. So pick it up. I can't wait to hear what you think. It's so addicting. It's so, so good. And I can already say that it's legit one of my favorites for 2023. If you follow me on Instagram, which I'm sure a lot of you do, you likely know that my favorite series of the year was the Come Back to Me series by Mila Gray. It is addicting in every possible sense. This series is just all-consuming. There's a ton of trigger warnings, so I would definitely check those out before you pick them up. But books one, two, and four were my favorite of the series. I cannot stop thinking about them. I'm still recommending them to this day. I can't wait to reread them. It's just such an addicting story. The characters are so relatable and just easy to feel for and root for. And that's something I really look for in a romance book. And they're just the perfect blend of steam and swoon and They'll make you laugh. You'll 100% cry. It just is everything you kind of really need in a good romance book. The Things We Leave Unfinished by Rebecca Yaros is also one of my favorite, favorite books of the year. I didn't get to record a podcast with her, which is very upsetting to me. I really wish we could have made that work, but I'm hoping that down the line for our future release, we'll be able to connect and be able to talk about this book in particular. It's a dual timeline, which if you know me, that's my bread and butter. I live for that. It's an incredible love story. It's incredibly heartfelt. It's heavy. It's twisty and turny in ways you aren't expecting. And it's one that I really recommend you go in blind to because there's so much there to unpack that you're not really expecting and reading a review of the book might ruin some of that. So if you're looking for a really a big all-consuming story that will really like take you on a ride, that's the book I recommend you pick up. IVO and Scandalized is the steamiest book that I read this year, hands down. (laughs) It takes the cake with flying colors. 
I loved this book. I was so excited. When I first read the synopsis of this book, I was already totally intrigued. I was extremely intrigued by the fact that it was an author writing a pseudonym. I mean, I definitely had my speculation, my guesses that it was low from Christina Lauren behind this book, but obviously I didn't know for sure. And then the day that we record our podcast episode, she reveals her true identity on Instagram. So I got that first interview when it was actually like low, not Ivy. It was such a fun moment. Um, and one that I'm obviously taking with me into 2023 and reflecting back on in the year, thinking how grateful I am to have had that opportunity. But this book is so steamy. It's so amazing. It made me want to watch K-dramas, which is something I never thought I'd want to do. But here we are. And I absolutely die for this book. I cannot wait for other Ivy Owens titles. I'm too excited for next year. Loved the book, The Rewind by Alison Winscotch. I had never read anything by Alison prior to this, but now I'm a total forever fan. Her voice and her writing is exquisite. She's just so creative. I love the themes and the through lines from all of her books. And it's very evident that many people love them because so many of her projects are being optioned into other forms of media. There's movies, there's podcast shows, there's tons of things on the horizon for her. The Rewind was such a visual book. I literally was reading it feeling like I was watching a movie. And the fact that now Netflix has optioned it and it could be turned into a movie is just like perfect for me. I had the best time chatting with her. It was an incredible podcast episode. If you've not yet listened to it, highly recommend. But I'm so excited for everything else she writes because now I'm just addicted to her writing and and she's a total autobi author for me. Say You Swear by Megan Brandy was a book that I had on my mind heading into 2022 just because I love sports romances and everybody talks about it. I'm not going to lie. The length of the book was totally daunting to me and is one of the reasons why I only read it in the later part of the year. But I absolutely adored it. I'm not going to lie. The beginning part was a bit slow for me. It almost had me closing the book and not picking it up again. But I'm really happy I stuck with it because about a third of the way through, I was absolutely enamored with the characters, the story. I devoured the last like 450 pages in one sitting. It is such a good romance. If you're somebody that loves the L. Kennedy style vibe, sports romance, college age kids, that's the book you need to be reading. Don't worry about the page length. I promise you, it just like flies by truly. And it's such a fun book. I wish we could have a conversation about it, but I'm looking forward to hopefully connecting with Megan Brandy in the new year about a new release. A highlight of the year was talking with one of my favorite authors, Kennedy Ryan. If you follow me on Instagram for a while, you know that I've been singing her praises forever. But her book, Before I Let Go, was one of the most touching, honest, authentic, raw pieces of literature I read this year. It's one of the books that I will be taking with me into 2023. I will be recommending until I'm blue in the face. It has just taken a piece of my heart with it. And I love it so, so, so much. That podcast episode is a memory that I will hold so close to my heart for the rest of my life. Um, I absolutely adored that conversation. We had such an honest chat about the importance of therapy and creating authentic characters and the research necessary to go into writing these deep, human, honest people. And it's something that I really, really reflect on and think about now as I read other books and think about the process these authors must be going into in order to create these characters and write these stories. And it just really opened my eyes to a whole different part of the romance genre in a way that I didn't think was possible after having read like 500 plus romance books in my life. So Kennedy Ryan nailed it once again. And it's one of my favorite books of the year before I let go. I cannot recommend that story enough. Another part of me that I love talking about and that I love showing on my social media pages 
is my adoration, (laughs) my obsession, if you will, with pop culture. And my favorite Instagram account is Demois, the celebrity gossip blog, blind item, however you want to call it. And Demois wrote a book called Anon, Please, this year, which is a fictional recounting kind of of her life and how she created this blog and how it blew up. And it's such a fast read. It was so much fun. As somebody that dies for celebrity gossip and pop culture news, I loved the story. It was just like the most fun. It was literally like eating a treat. Like I don't even know how else to better explain it than that. But it was such a fun light read. And I had the best time like getting into Demois head and hearing about how she created the page and how it grew and how it kind of took her a second to realize that social media could actually become a career, which is obviously something that I've been reflecting a lot on in this last year as I've continued to grow my page. So very fun book, highly recommend. Other favorites of the year include The Upside of Falling by Alex Light, which was such a cute young adult romance book. It talks about divorce and kids witnessing their parents' divorce and how that affects their outlook on love, which I thought was a pretty unique vantage point to have in a romance book. I really liked Words in Deep Blue by Kath Crowley, which kind of was the inspiration for my favorite book every summer after. So it was fun to see that story and how it kind of led to the creation of Every Summer After. Obviously, Twice in a Lifetime by Melissa Barron is one of my favorite books of the year. I loved doing that podcast episode. It was so different. It was more of like a time travel type romance, which is something I normally wouldn't read. But I really, really loved that story. Two Wrongs Make a Bright by Chloe Lee is a highlight of the year as well. It's a modern day recounting of a Shakespeare story. Chloe is just an incredible author that champions neurodivergent characters, which is something that I find really important, very cool and very different. I really love that story too. And it's one I would recommend. The Co-op by Tara DeWitt was such a fun book. I really loved it. If you're looking for a rom-com, enemies to lovers, butting heads type of book, that's one that should definitely make your list. Anna Todd had a new book out this year, The Falling. I love Anna Todd. I loved that book. I can't wait for the next one in the series. And fingers crossed, hoping, praying, wishing that she can come on the podcast because if you know me, you know my love for the after series. So I would die to have her on this show. And there were so many other incredible stories. I mean, one of my favorite people on the planet is Chip Pons, who's also a bookstagram creator. And he wrote his first ever book and it came out this year. Like, what the heck? You and I rewritten. We have two podcast episodes out this year. One of them is like the deepest dive on this book possible. I literally went page by page through this book with him. It is the most special, honest, heartbreaking love story in so many different ways and not necessarily the way you're thinking. It's so special. It's a it's a favorite of mine forever and ever and definitely from this year. And it's one that I really recommend and I cannot wait to read his next book that'll be out sometime next year. So as you can tell, 2022 was quite the reading year for me. I read over 75 incredible romance books which is 75 more than I ever thought I would read a few years ago. If you told me a few years ago I was reading 75 books a year, I would have laughed at you straight in the face. But I'm really, really grateful to have had the opportunity to connect with so many incredible authors who've written so many amazing books. And even those that I weren't able to connect with, just being able to read their stories that they've worked so hard and long on is a true gift. And I cannot wait to continue to champion different types of stories and different types of authors with different backgrounds and career trajectories, people who are writing books and publishing them on their own, people that are getting traditionally published, people that are posting serial stories online. Like There's an abundance of opportunities right now for authors to publish their books and, and get their stories out there. And I'm really hoping that my podcast can continue to be 
a vehicle and an amplifier for for those authors and their stories because there's so many incredible love stories that just need to be shared of totally diverse and unique and real and authentic and honest characters and those are the stories that I look for those are the gems those are the diamond in the roughs you know so I'm really looking forward to continuing to find those stories and sharing them with you in the new year but cheers to an incredible 2022 Thank you. Thank you. Thank you again for being here with me on this journey. I cannot wait to continue to publish amazing content and share new interviews with you in the new year. It's already stacked up to be quite the beginning to 2023. My January, February, March is looking pretty crazy right now. So I'm very excited to share that with you. And I'm wishing you all a very happy and a very safe new year. And here's to more incredible interviews in 2023. Bye guys.